0: Namaste and Hari Om from your host, Kishore Trivedi. Welcome to today's episode of All About Dharma Radio Program. As you know, this radio program is a part of Know Your Dharma Initiative of the Hindu Society of North Carolina. Past recordings of both these streams can be found by going to hsnctemple.org and pressing the KYD tab on, on that particular web page. Uh, Today, I'm very happy to introduce our guest, Dr. Vijaya Bapat, who first arrived in the U.S. in 1964,
1: possibly by a ship. No, I I came by plane, but it was a propeller plane because 747 was not available at that time.
0: Yes. So please go ahead and uh, introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, my name is Vijaya Bapat. Uh, I'm a physician, uh, specialist in paediatrics and public health. And I also am a writer and uh, love to act in a direct place, love poetry and just love people. That's all.
0: Uh, Vijayaji, uh, you grew up in India um, and came here in your 20s. Please tell us about the practice of dharma during your childhood.
1: Uh, in my childhood, in our house, we had a lot of uh, what we call Kuldharma. So they were all your own family deity and you were supposed to do something in Navratri, something in Ganesh and uh, something, um, you know, around the uh, holy time, etc. So there were a lot of kind of Kuldharma during the year. And our family was uh, religious, but more spiritual. They were not hung up on uh, rituals. We had rituals, we did it. And the good thing is, um, I had a father and other people in the family. Uh, I used to always explain, why do we do this? Why do we do that? And they were very good in explaining that. So that's how I kind of, I think myself as, uh, certainly hindu uh, and very spiritual but not as hung up on rituals
0: very good so uh, you know all these pujas and kul dharma that you described are uh, carried out in sanskrit so were you exposed to sanskrit in your
1: early days uh, yes i was because all the Artis and mantras were in puja uh, in were in sanskrit sorry and so you heard a little bit of Sanskrit and you were explained the meanings of some of the words. Then we were lucky to have a Sanskrit as a subject in the school, which I really enjoyed. Unfortunately, After I matriculated, because I wanted to go in medical school, Uh, as you know, we have a track system in India, and the liberal arts courses are not available when you go on the science track. So my Sanskrit education stopped at matriculation. So now I feel like I get the gist of things, but certainly not mm, expert in Sanskrit.
0: So, you know, I like to tell our audience that these days there are several different avenues of learning Sanskrit. One is Sanskrit Bharati; they conduct uh, uh, many different levels of courses. And another is uh, Hindu University of America, they also have Sanskrit courses. So just in case, if people are excited about learning Sanskrit, it's not too late in life, it is possible to learn. So, So Vijayaji, tell us about your transition from India to U.S.
1: Um, in 1962, President Kennedy came to India and he saw a lot of qualified people in India and not as many jobs. The situation was reversed in America. So he and the, our government experts at the time, including Nehruji, they decided that we two countries will develop from, will benefit from the exchange visitor program they developed such program and there were many scholarships created and I was a beneficiary of one of those scholarships and that's how I came to America Uh,
0: of course then you had children when you uh, uh, came to America and uh, raising children uh, and giving them Hindu sanskar in those days must have been extremely difficult
1: uh, yes, it was because you had a strong desire to pass on the Hindu Sanskriti to your children and uh, I tried in the beginning, for example, just one thing I mentioned in the write-up that I made a diya and I put it in front of my door and Diwali. But it only depressed me because there were no other vias, there was no festival, nobody else was celebrating anything. So it didn't feel like Diwali. I used to tell my children always stories about our religious um, uh, festivals, the meaning behind it, etc. But that was the limitation. The other thing I really realized as children grew up, that they were getting it was it was hard for us because we didn't have a lot of things no food supplies here kind of things that samugri or anything that we need any of the puja but it was harder for children because they were getting Different messages at home and in school. And there were not as many Indian children. Nowadays, we are lucky. Most schools have more than one Indian child. But those days, my children were the lone Indian children in their whole school. And so it was hard. And they got a message from some of the teachers uh, that were not familiar with Hinduism. So to get the different messages today while you are developing your identity in america was hard on children some things were turned off for them so that taught me i learned from my children that you don't want to do anything that turns them off from your religion or from your religious education and uh, you have to really adapt your educational method to where they are and in the way they can understand it.
0: Uh, So, you also had uh, to start teaching children the language as well as the uh, Hinduism, right?
1: Yes, I did, because again there was, um, you know, even our own leaders, sometimes they were British educated, and they would say things like shivaji was a misguided patriot. so our own history and our own religion was not taught properly even in the english books that written by people educated in britain so we started language schools i really felt very strongly that it was important for our children to understand their own history geography culture in their own language so we started language schools even in the language schools uh, while i was teaching there a 10 year old student of mine at the time of the language school came one day and say my teacher told me that Hinduism is not a religion because it doesn't have a Bible-like book, it doesn't have a priest or a father, and you don't go to Sunday schools, things like that. Of course, we all know this is not true, but this is what children were hearing. Also, children were bombarded with a lot of questions. So why your mom has a red dot on her head? why you don't eat cows why do you have so many gods why your god has an elephant head all kind of questions so it was really very important to teach them again in the way they understand and more importantly not turn them off
0: indeed uh, we need to learn about our dharma and give the right information to our future generations and there is a lot of wrong information being propagated about Hindu dharma and culture by some vested interests, you might call them. It seems school textbooks convey much misinformation about Hinduism, even today. Let alone in those days. Hence, I think we must all support Hindu American Foundation, which is doing a tremendous amount of work along those lines, trying to change the textbook information about Hinduism. And also, there is another organization called Coalition of Hindus in North America, Kona. Both of them are working very hard to get school curricula portray Hinduism correctly. Now you mentioned uh, the assertion by uh, somebody that Hinduism is not a religion because of three reasons. So specifically to counter the assertion made that Hinduism is not a religion, let me point out the following, and this is uh, for our audience that is listening. Clearly, uh, Vedas are our revealed scripture. So somebody says, what is your Bible? That is our Vedas. They are revealed in the sense that our ancient rishis heard these mantras, Vedic mantras, Ved mantras, in their meditations. So the inspiration came from the divine. Now, the claim is made that because you don't have priests. In fact, we have four different kinds of priests. Not one kind of priest that, that is there in Christianity. Uh, each temple has priests, the temple priests that carry out uh, uh, pujas at the temple. Then uh, family priests, the priests that are basically uh, connected to many families and they conduct the rites of passages such as wedding and uh, uh, Popnayan, et cetera for, for various families that they cater to. And then there are swamis, the renunciate monks uh, who go around from place to place teaching uh, people about um, uh, the basics of Hinduism. And then there are Kathakas who go around again from place to place, uh, giving the stories uh, from Puranas uh, in the form of Kathas. So if anybody says Hinduism is not a religion, please uh, point out to the audience that it's very much a religion because the original meaning of religion is how to bind the individual to the divine. So Hinduism not only provides uh, path, but many paths to reach and unite with the divine. So Hinduism is very much a religion. Um, and then teaching the basics of religion is typically done at home in India. But for Hindu Americans, many Sunday schools are now available, such as the Chinmaya Mission's Malvihar, JK Yog's Mal Mukund, and our own Sanskar Gurukul that is held at Hindu Society of North Carolina. So I will urge all parents of young children, uh, K through 12 children, that please look at these programs and make sure that you at least avail of one of them. They're all good. And uh, depending on the timings or uh, inclination, one may be appropriate, uh, more appropriate for you than the other, but please avail of them. This was not available. These programs were not there when uh, uh, Dr. uh, Vijayaji was... um, raising her children and same thing with my children. We did not have these uh, programs. Also, you you pointed out with the strange quotation about Shivaji is a misguided patriot. Our history has been highly distorted uh, due to the colonial baggage as well as by vested interests. This needs to be corrected for sure. And we shall all support in that context, Hindu University of America that is attempting to develop a Hindu narrative as understood by insiders to Hindus as opposed to the current narrative, which is dominated by outsiders.